Let us be attentive. Sing praises to our God. Sing praises. Clap your hands, all you nations. Wisdom. The reading is from the Acts of the Apostles. Let us be attentive. In those days, as Peter went here and there among them all, he, he came down also to the saints that lived at Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden for eight years and was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Rise and make your bed. And immediately he rose. And all the residents of Lydda and Sharon saw him, and they turned to the Lord. Now there was a Joppa, a disciple named Tabitha, which means Dorcas. She was full of good works and acts of mercy. In those days she fell sick and died. And when they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, hearing that Peter was there, sent two men to him, entreating him, Please come to us without delay. So Peter rose and went with them. And when he had come, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other garments, which Dorcas made while she was with them. But Peter put them all outside and knelt down and prayed. Then, turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, rise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and lifted her up. Then, calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive to them. And it became known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. Peace be to you, the reader. St. John. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool 
in Hebrew called Bethesda, which has five porticos. In these lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel of the Lord went down at certain seasons into the pool and troubled the water. Whoever stepped in first after the troubling of the water was healed of whatever disease he had. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew that he had been lying there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is troubled, and while I am going, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your pallet, and walk. And at once the man was healed, and he took up his pallet and walked. Now that day was a Sabbath, so the Jews said to the man who was cured, it is the Sabbath, it is not lawful for you to carry your pallet. But he answered them, The man who healed me said to me, Take up your pallet and walk. They asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take up your pallet and walk? Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn as there was a crowd in the place. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you are well, sin no more, that nothing worse befall you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had healed him. Peace to you, the herald of the gospel. Christ is risen. Have you, have you ever watched a sports game like football or basketball when some player gets hurt, falls down, and is lying in pain on the turf or the court? And after falling and maybe even writhing in pain, the player slowly eventually rises. Suddenly the crowd, even fans for the other team, start to clap and cheer. Everyone is happy and rejoices that the player is not down permanently and able to get up. Brothers and sisters in Christ, in both today's epistle and gospel read readings, we read about people who had fallen, 
unable to rise and get themselves up. The epistle talks about Aeneas who lay bedridden and paralyzed for eight years. And we also read about Tabitha, a woman full of good works who had died. Similarly, in today's gospel lesson, we encounter another person who had been paralyzed for 38 years. What grief. What suffering the people in today's readings had endured. They had suffered, they had fallen, and needed raising. But isn't there a worse suffering and a worse fall than that of Aeneas or Tabitha or the paralytic? Isn't there something much worse than physical infirmity? Isn't there something worse than being bedridden? Indeed, there is. And I am talking about our falling down because of sin. Sin surrounds us. Sin strikes us. Sin knocks us down. We, too, might be figuratively writhing on the ground, hurting from sin. The pain of sin might be much worse than any physical pain. This pain of sin may alienate us from our family and our friends. This pain of sin might alienate us from the church. Ultimately, this pain of sin alienates us from God. Here we are, lying on the ground, and need help getting up. Although the paralytic waited alone for 38 years to be healed, healing eventually came in the person of Jesus Christ. Christ commanded him, Rise, take up your pallet, and walk. But Christ's healing ministry to the fallen did not end there. Christ gave his apostles the power to heal and raise the fallen. In today's epistle lesson... It is the Apostle Peter who said to the paralytic, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Rise and make your bed. And when the Apostle Peter saw Tabitha fallen and lifeless, he said, Tabitha, arise. Christ's healing ministry didn't end with Christ's earthly life. It continued with the apostles and through the apostles to, through the believers to our day. God himself offers this healing ministry today. But Christ didn't come to raise us just from our physical pain. Oh, no. Christ came to do another kind of raising. Christ came to do a far more important raising. Christ came to raise us from our sins. Because it is through sin that pain and ultimately death came into the world. And God's work of raising continues to this day and to all eternity. We all need raising from our sins. Only God is without sin. We all need raising to God. We all need raising into the joy of our Lord. 
And even though this raising is accomplished only by God and his power, what are some practical steps that we can take to allow this to happen in our lives? We can reach up to our bookshelf and, and take God's word and read it and let it permeate us. Permeate us. We can hold on to God's instructions as taught in sermons, the readings of the fathers, holy fathers and mothers, and our orthodox hymns. We can stir ourselves to action and go to retreats and other educational opportunities offered by the church. We can be under the direction and guidance of a father confessor to whom we can confess our sins and rise above the effects of sin. We can stretch out our hands in the spiritual disciplines of prayer and almsgiving. We can get up for the liturgical life of the church and receive frequently the sacraments, especially Holy Communion. And we can respond to Christ when he asks, do you want to be healed? with an emphatic, yes, Lord, I want to be healed and reach for his helping hand. Sometimes when we are knocked down by sin, Satan tempts us to wallow in it rather than repent. But Christ tells us to get up and sin no more. When we watch those sports games and see an injured player on the ground, he or she usually reaches up, right? He reaches up to allow someone to help him or her up. In the icon of the resurrection, beautifully depicted on this side especially, and also below me here, our Lord Jesus is reaching down to lift Adam and Eve up forcefully lifting them up from the dark pit of Hades to the everlasting light and life with him. Adam and Eve represent you and me. We must realize that we have fallen and need raising, and we must allow God to raise us up. When we do that, Not just a stadium full of fans rejoices, but all of creation. All of creation join in the celebration as we become resurrected people. To him who is the resurrection and life, be all glory, honor, and worship forever and ever. Amen.